0: With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. This is the Detroit City Cast with Dan Leach, presented by Bet Rivers. And what's going on, fine citizens? Happy, fantastic Friday here on the Detroit City Cast, presented by our good friends at Bet Rivers, Miggy. No 3,000 on Thursday, but maybe. Later tonight, I'll be there with my man Doc Sonny, hopefully to see some history. Looks like the weather not going to be great, some rain and 40s, but who cares? We'll be out there looking for history for Miguel Cabrera. I don't something tells me somebody told me that after the three-hit night on Wednesday, that not that he might, you know, didn't have a, a good chance of getting it on Thursday, but that somebody told me that there's a it just it could be a hitless game. And of course they walked him. Uh, which we'll get into in a second here in his final at bat in the eighth. Uh, but I, I'd be shocked if he went two games in a row that were hitless. The weather's going to be a factor, though, so that could be prevented until Saturday. We'll see. Uh, but I, before we get into anything else, any Tigers fan that is legitimately mad, like as a fan, you're welcome to be mad, happy, angry, furious, befuddled, whenever you want. That's part of being a fan. But if you're truly angry, the Yankees walked Cabrera down one nothing with a base, you know, to a base open after a double play, which is the right move with the lefty Austin Meadows coming up. You're being silly, a total fan thing, and there's nothing wrong with you being a fan. But are you telling me if the situation was reversed, and let's say it was I don't know Giancarlo Stanton, and the Tigers were you know playing the Yankees in. Yankee Stadium, and Stan was going for three thousand hits. And it was the same situation. You would you would you be mad at the Tigers if you're a Yankee fan for walking a player when it's the right baseball move because you're trying to win a game and not appease the home fans? So I just I thought it was an interesting discourse we had on my Twitter, and, and I saw around a lot of social media. My Twitter, seven 71 If you don't follow me on there, you should. Why aren't you? Uh, but come on. I mean, I had so many people. I was playing some poker last night, and then I had people call me, and I had, you know, my brother-in-law, Scott Guy, and some other people that were just like, I can't believe they walked. Listen, if you know me, you know I'm one of the more positive guys out there. There's not many things that upset me or fire me up. I, I wasn't that upset about it. I totally get it. Like, it's one of those things where you can't get mad at a team for trying to win a game because, they, you know, people were at the stadium that got a ticket and went out there on a Thursday day to try to see Miguel Cabrera at three thousands. And by the way, 21,000, that was what they announced. It was less than that. I, I mean, I, don't, I can't remember the last time a day game is sold out at Comerica, aside from opening day. I mean, I know during the run, the, the Jim Leland run, there were definitely huge crowds, but I don't remember there being really any sellouts per se Uh, You know, on those Thursday afternoon or, you know, Wednesday afternoon games, they were close sometimes. I'm sure there's been, obviously, sellouts the last 15, 20 years. You would think of Comerica at, like, some point during the day. But I thought there'd be way more people there. The problem is, is that it's April, school's in session. You know, the weather was rainy in the morning and then fine in the afternoon. I played golf with my dad in our uh, first uh, league round of the year. The doc guy had some nice uh, holes out there, me and my dad, the H-man. But uh, I thought there'd be more people there. I mean, tickets were really cheap when I checked uh, last night, they were like $30, $40. I, I figured if it was going to be in the $70, 80 90 range to get in, that it would make it seem like it was probably going to be close to a sellout. But I think there's a real chance, even with the weather being bad, that Friday night might not be a total sellout, but really close. 35, $36,000, we will see. But, you know, bad weather. It's history, so who cares? I don't care about the weather. I mean, I wear shorts of the winter anyway. But if it was like going to be seventy and sunny, I think it'd be a total sellout. The fact that it's, you know, school's still in and people are still some a little leery of COVID and the numbers spiking, whatever. I don't, you know, in the bad weather can obviously help me get sick in that that situation. Um, I, I don't think it's going to be a total sellout, but looking forward to going there tomorrow with my man, Doc Sonny. Coming up in just a little bit after the Motown betting window, some very interesting shifts in the NFL draft. We'll go over some of the odds, but a philosophy that seemed, well, maybe philosophy is the wrong word, a sentiment that seems to be getting shared I don't want to say across the board but growing some legs about who's going to go first overall and it might not be who you think and it could be a really good scenario for the Lions or maybe not based on who you want the Lions to take so we'll get into that in just a bit but let's take a trip to the aforementioned Motown betting window brought to you by our good friends at Bat Rivers and listen don't forget Every Saturday throughout the Major League Baseball season, Bet Rivers has that great special offer for you. All you got to do is place a three-leg, same-game parlay of at least twenty-five bucks, and you'll earn a ten-dollar free bet. So please check that out at Bet Rivers. Uh, let's start with the Tigers and the Rockies. Little interleague action coming up later tonight. Uh, it will be for the Rockies. Sentenzala, or excuse me, Sens and Tella, and <laughs> Teller. Uh, he's 1 0 with a 2 1 6 ERA. And then Tarek Skubel will go for the Tigers. Rockets actually off to a pretty good start. They're 8 4, and they're undefeated on the road. They're 2 0 on the road. Tigers now 5 7 with that nice win yesterday over the Yanks, and they're 3 6 at home. Skubel 0 1. Uh, he's had some good stuff, though, with a 3 7 2 ERA. And taking a look at the line right now at Bet Rivers. Tigers and Rockies at 710. Rock, uh, Tigers minus 137. Uh, the Rockies uh, plus 116. Run line Detroit minus 1.5, plus 160. Rockies plus one 1.5, minus 200. The total 7.5 over minus 118 under uh, even money. You know, with the weather factor, I'm going to stay away from the game itself. I do like a lean on the under. You're getting even money right now. Bet Rivers at 7.5, uh, even money. So. You know, runs with weather being cold and, and rainy and wet, I, they can be, I mean, the Rockies score a lot of runs, but I think the under is the play there, so I'll have a half unit play on the Tigers and the Rockies going under 7.5, catch it while it's still even money, uh, under 7.5, uh, plus 100 right now at Bat Rivers. Take a look at the NBA playoffs. We've got a lot of stuff coming up over the weekend. I'm going to preview all the games for you here. Uh, and what I like so far in my leans, we'll start with uh, you know tonight with Miami and Atlanta game number three. It's never you know do or stay die for the the Hawks right now. Uh, Miami up two nothing in the hair in the series. This is similar to what happened with Minnesota and the, the Grizzlies. How about that Minnesota game? Almost a forty point turnaround. You're up by twenty four in the first half, then lose the game. You know basically almost by double digits in the end. Uh, that was just a crazy, crazy scenario that you don't see often. Uh, in the NBA playoffs, that big of a turnaround, especially with a team at home. Of course, the final ended up being a nine-point you know margin, one hundred four ninety-five. But this is this is very similar to me than that with that game. I mean, the, the, the Timberwolves series uh, was tied. This is a 2-0 series, so it really is a a must-win game for Atlanta. But it's basically the same spread. It's the Heat minus one and a half right now. Bet Rivers minus one fourteen. Hawks plus one and a half minus one hundred eight. Money line Miami minus 124 and the Hawks plus 104 the total 221 and a half over under both are minus 110 and for me it is a total lean it's not an official play for me so I'll use a half unit on the Hawks money line plus the 104 you can take the 1.5 minus 108 reduced juice, so I have no issue with that. But I think that if the Hawks are going to win a game, it will be this game. They'll win this game, lose game four, and then lose in five. But, you know, Trey Young could go off. The, the Hawks could win both these games. This is a good spot. I thought Minnesota was in a good spot as well. But, of course, how many times do you have a, you know almost 30-point lead and then blow that at home? The, the, listen, there's a reason the Grizzlies are a sexy pick to win the NBA title they're not my pick I have Philly and Phoenix and the, the Devin Booker news is bad news for the Phoenix Suns I still even get by the Pelicans and then they get Booker back somewhat shortly after that even a game or two into the next round I think they'll still be okay uh, but that's bad news for Devin Booker and the Phoenix Suns the favorite to win the NBA title until Booker went down uh, but I still feel really good about Philly obviously they still great so far uh, against Toronto so and what about Embiid last night with that ridiculous three or two nights ago now so the, the Hawks are definitely a lean for me. I'm gonna do a half unit on them. The 830 game is Bucks and Bulls and a surprising win for the Bull. The uh the Bulls the other night. Now you got Milwaukee on the road in Chicago with that series tied one to one. Bucks minus two and a half, minus one twelve at Bent Rivers. The Bulls plus two and a half, minus one hundred nine. Money line Milwaukee minus one thirty-seven. The Bulls plus one fifteen. The total two twenty two. Uh, and a half uh, over under both minus 110. Oh, by the way, no opinion on the total in the Miami Hawks game. I think the total is where it should be. Remember, a lot, most of the unders have been hitting, the majority of unders have been hitting so far in the postseason. But with these two games, the Bucks total 222.5, I think those are right where they should be. So I might live bet it, and I've leaned on unders live betting, and I've leaned on unders uh, you know pre-game betting. Uh, but these totals, to me, seem right. So I'm not going to really mess around with those. Might do some live action. As far as the game goes, it's a stay away from me. I think the Bucs have a great chance to win this one. I think the spread is where it should be. But Chicago's at home. DeMarzo Rosen could go off. He had some great play by Caruso Caruso the other day. So I'm going to stay away from this one. I think the Bucs do win it. Uh, I I will tell you it's not a selection for me, but I would take the Bucs on the money line if you're going to do some parlays or if you just want to lay the 137. I do believe Milwaukee has a great chance of winning, but it's not an official play for me. Uh, remember, you don't you don't have to bet every game, and you should bet every game. So I'm going to stay away from Bucks Bulls game number three. And then how about Phoenix and the Pelicans? If Devin Booker was playing, this would not be a Phoenix minus one and a half point line. Instead, it is Suns minus one and a half. Bet Rivers minus one ten. Pelicans plus one and a half, minus one ten at home. Suns minus one twenty one. Pelicans plus one o two. The total two sixteen and a half. Both over under is minus one ten. Actually, I lean. On the over in this game, it's going to be just be a maybe even a quarter unit play for me. Uh, but I think that this game can go over the total even without Booker. But here's my my reasoning on why I like the Suns in this game. And remember, we've talked about the zigzag theory. You know, you, one team wins a game. You look at the other team the next game. You can't do it obviously all the time. But this is a perfect example for this reason. A lot. I've talked to some very high profile college and pro coaches about this in the past. You can manage normally for one game sometimes two without a star player then whether it's the second game or the third game that's when things can really feel like you're missing a huge piece because everyone kind of gets fired up you got you know the bench guys and, and guys that are in the starting lineup that know they've got to put in more and not that more effort that's the wrong word but they gotta you know chip in and, and do whatever they can uh, so everyone's playing at kind of their their max ability. Not that they would be otherwise, but with missing a, a player like a Devin Booker, if you're missing the Greek Freak, or if you're missing, you know, LeBron James, you know you got to step up your game even more so than if he was out there, because obviously if he's out there, it's not like you're not playing hard, but you know you have Devin Booker, 30-plus points, whatever, and all the dimes he, he gets. So I think for this game, even though it's on the road, for one game, I think the Suns are okay. Game four, I think the Pelicans are going to be the play because if the Suns win this game, maybe you're going to catch two and a half or three with the Pelicans in game number four in New Orleans. So I will take the Suns minus the one and a half, minus 110, official full selection uh, for the Squatch at Bet Rivers right now. So there we go with the Friday games. Now Saturday, we got some action on Saturday. Lines out so far in Philly and Toronto. And that's in game number four. Of course, the Sixers going for the sweep. I mean, that season, the the Toronto season was over after that Embiid three. Uh, as time winded down in overtime of game number three. The Sixers minus three, minus 112 at bet Rivers. Raptors plus three, minus 109. Sixers minus 143 on the money line. Raptors plus 120. Total 213.5 over uh, minus 110, under minus 112. You know, it's a stay-away game for me. It's going to be crazy if the Raptors get swept. Well, not crazy, but I, the Raptors are a good team, and they won a title, re, you know, a few years ago. This is just a Raptors team that is lost against the 76ers, which is why I picked the Sixers to win the East, to win the NBA title. got some good value with them, even though they're obviously not a a top two seed. And and it's one of these things where I just feel like a lot of times you have teams that are about to get swept. They win game four and then obviously lose in game five. I I, I can't back the Raptors in this game. I'm not going to take the Sixers on the road. You know, with not that they're not going to put their pedal on the metal, but a lot of times teams can let up a little bit naturally. It's human nature. You know, up three nothing, they're not going to lose the series, and they can clinch it back at home. But I'm not—I don't trust the Raptors enough after the way they lost Game Three. They're just disheveled. They know their season's basically over. It's all a matter of do they lose in four or five. Uh, I mean, I don't think the series is going further than that. So that uh, is a game I will stay away from. And then 7:30. What a series this has been. How about Brooklyn just completely blowing it the other night? Uh, Remember I told you I was on the Brooklyn money line. I thought we had the right play, whether it was the points or the money line. And, you know, Kyrie Irving decided to go off flat earth and and disappear. And Kevin Durant, you know, had probably one of the worst halves of his playoff life. Just garbage. Now you got the Nets at home in a must-win game against a Celtics team that's just surging right now. Nets minus 3.5 minus 112. Uh, At Bat-Rivers, Celtics plus 3.5 minus 109. Nets minus 175. And the Celts plus 140. The total, two twenty-three. And a half over minus 112 under minus 109. I do like the over. I've got a half unit on the over. And as far as the game goes, I would be stunned if Brooklyn didn't win this game. But I'm not laying three and a half because it could be another last, you know, minute type shot situation, a one possession game at the end, uh, like you saw with Philadelphia and Toronto. So I'm going to take the money line and I'm going to parlay it with the over in this game. Uh, and right now, if you do it, I mean, you got minus 175 in the Nets, and you got the 225 and a half. It would pay you two to one. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take the money line with uh, the Nets, and I'm going to, you know, parlay it to the over. And that's my selection on that game. I just I do not see the Nets. They know they blew it in game number two, and they're going to come out. and You're not going to see bad stuff again from Durant. This should be a I'm not going to say a comfortable win, but this should definitely be a win for Brooklyn, and that is my play for the. Uh, Game on Saturday night, game three, Boston and Brooklyn. I'll tell you this, Brooklyn loses that game, they probably are going to get swept because they'll know their season's over and you might just not get a great effort out of Kyrie and Duran and some others. Uh, so we'll see what happens there on Saturday. All right, right, let's trip to the Motown betting window and it's brought to you by our great friends at Bett Rivers. One more thing I wanted to touch on is we gave you the official plays or my official plays for the Zurich Classic. Just monitor this over the weekend. Uh, I think there is still tremendous value in Will Zalatoris and Davis Riley, and you could you know live bet the the outrights throughout the tournament. And right now, at Bet Rivers for the round, depending on when you listen to the show, uh, they're forty to one, and they're you know they're in contact from the lead. They're they're five off I believe, yeah five off the lead right now, but things can really change with alternate shot. I mean I don't think you're gonna see. The way that uh, Shawley and, and uh, Cantley played can repeat itself, obviously, in all shot. Uh, but its I think there's just tremendous value when you look at uh, what the, the ball-striking ability of obviously Will Zelatoris, but also Davis Riley as well. And, you know, you're five off the lead right now. 1,300 is a crazy score. And if you could gain a couple strokes on the field... On Friday, an alt shot, you might be a couple off the lead, or hello, who knows? You might be, you get three or four birdies, or you get four shots on the field. Maybe you're going to be tied for the lead. So I like the value of Maverick or of uh, Will Zalatoris and Davis uh, Riley. So that's my, uh, you know, pre tournament play for me, but I'm going to back it up with a little more cash because I already got it uh, at around, you know, 37 or so to one. I want to put a little more on that because I really do like the ability of, De- of Zalotaurus' ball striking along with Riley. And shot could be very good for them if they can stay on target. All right, coming up next, there's been a, you know, a sea change again in the NFL draft at the top. We'll get into that. Got some updated odds for you betting the draft at, at, at Bet Rivers. You can bet so many different sides of it. Uh, but we're going to talk about some value with that, but also the Detroit Lions, what might end up happening with them at number two. We've had a lot of obviously different scenarios, but something is starting to percolate that might give some of you something you wanted from the beginning and others, maybe not. We'll see where you're at with that. That comes up straight ahead right here on the Fantastic Friday edition of the Detroit City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers. Baseball is here at Bet Rivers, has a special offer for you every Saturday throughout the season. Place a three leg same game parlay of at least $25, and you will earn a $10 free bet. With same game parlays, so you can combine player props and game bets to make your perfect combo. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Claim your offer on the Bet Rivers app or go to BetRivers.com. Must be 21, playable in Michigan only. Gambling problem call 1 800 270 7117. All right, we're less than a week away from the 2022 NFL Draft. And of course, if you're a Lions fan like myself, it's very exciting. I got my draft plans, draft party all set. And this is a big year for the Lions. Two picks in the first round. They're in a full rebuild mode. It looks like Brad Holmes obviously knows what he's doing and has got a great track record. The Rams won the Super Bowl last year. Obviously, he was part of the reason that they did because he traded Stafford, but he also helped build that team with less need. now trying to get the Lions on the right side of the ledger. And it's vitally important that you never miss on a top-five pick. And unfortunately, whether it was Matt Millen or Martin Mayhew uh, or obviously Bob Quinn, you you missed on a lot of first-round picks. So this is not just an important pick for the Lions to hit on, but you might see instant impact year one into year two, and the Lions become a playoff contender before our eyes if they do the right thing. I mean, not the one player, unless it's a quarterback, can completely change your fortunes. But boy, can they help, especially if it's a wrecking machine edge rusher like a Trayvon Walker, like a Hutchinson, like a Thibodeau. You know, there's not a quarterback that's going to go in the top part of this draft, the top three or four picks, unless something crazy happens with Malik Willis or Kenny Pickett-Fence. But there's been a sea change in a couple different ways. Over the last couple weeks, there was, a. of course, Aiden Hutchinson still is the favorite to go number one with Jacksonville. And they did franchise tag, you know, weeks ago now. Cam Robinson, so do they take Neal or Aquanu, the offensive tackle? They don't really need an edge rusher. They've got a pretty good defense that they're building there, uh, at least on the edge. He's still the favorite at Bet Rivers to go overall one, minus 182. But we talked about how his odds went a lot, you know, way down over the last couple of weeks. But now there's another move that is probably going to make some Lions fans very happy, like myself. Not that I don't like the player that is, like, you know, maybe likely to go number one now. But it's also going to make some of you upset that do not want this guy. I have from day one been saying, and he might not end up having the most upside in this draft, but that doesn't mean that he can't be one of the best players in this draft, and he's the best prospect in this draft, and that's Aiden Hutchinson. There is movement now and we're not really seeing it reflected totally in the line because there are so many smoke screens, but there is movement in Trayvon Walker now going number one. You look at a lot of different mocks that, you know, you, you read a lot of ones that I trust uh, are starting to move Trayvon Walker to one. I know Chris T- T- Paso, who I love from CBS Sports. He's got him. Josh Edwards has him. There are multiple mock drafts. Not that mock drafts necessarily mean anything, although I was top five in the country last year up against guys like McShane, Mel Kuiper, and many others in this mock draft uh, database contest. I'll be doing it again. And then the year before, I believe I was in the top 15. And I, I don't do this for a living, so in no way, shape, or form am I trying to say that I'm as much of an expert as these guys that literally that's all they do throughout the year is identify college talent, scout them, watch film, and then do mock drafts. But I, I've been pretty good at it. And the guys that I foul are normally pretty darn good themselves. And we're starting to see Trayvon Walker's name listed overall number one. So one thing, there's some value maybe taking him right now at Rivers plus 165. But what that would mean is, unless something crazy happened, if Walker goes one, the Lions are taking Aiden Hutchinson. Could they still take Thibodeau? Sure. Could they trade down and get another first couple, have three overall first-round picks? Uh, or three first-round picks this season, sure. But I'd be... To me, it'd be 86% or more that the Lions would take Aiden Hutchinson if he falls to number two. And I know that some of you... It's not that you're against Aiden Hutchinson, but you, you'd you rather take, obviously, Trayvon Walker for one, or Thibodeau for uh, another, or find a, a way to move down and get some value. I, I get that. But to me... You don't need to outsmart yourself, which is what Matt Millen tried to do. Mayhew, who was a disciple of his, tried to do. Bob Quinn thought he was a genius, obviously wasn't. If Hutch is there, you have to take him. And that's where I've been for, I've told you this, we haven't talked a ton of draft until the last few weeks, but I would bring up different odds. We obviously talked about the combine and talked about the end of the season and where guys could shake out in the upcoming draft. For me, it's always been Aiden Hutchinson. And I just don't think that there's any other option. Well, that's not the right term. I don't think there's any other thing you will you could should do if he falls to you at number two, other than take him. Don't try to be too cute. Take a guy that can be a transformative piece of your defense for a decade or more. And it looks like that could be possible. I've said it for a long time. Remember, about a month or so ago, maybe a little a little before the combine, Hutchinson was minus four or five hundred dollars to be the first pick. Right after the Jaguars franchise tag Cam Robinson. But as I said to you weeks ago, by draft day, it could be even money. It could be a small favorite. It could be a small underdog. But now we're starting to see in the last 24 to 48 hours that Trayvon Walker could be that overall number one. It's really probably just going to be one of those two guys. I mean, could it be Neil? Could it be Aquanu? Sure. But if you believe in odds and, and just inside information and not that odds always have the right inside information, Aquanu is twelve to one right now at Bet Rivers. Neal is twenty to one. Could one of them get up there and be the, the offensive tackle pick for the Jags? Absolutely. And maybe you look at there being some value there to to bang a half unit or unit play on that. Hundred bucks wins you twelve hundred on Aquanu and tw- two thousand dollars on Evan Neal. But I think it's gonna be either Hutch or Walker. And if you're the Lions and Walker goes number one, you take Hutch number two. If Hutch goes number one, you take Walker number two. That seems to be where we are at with this line selection at number two. And of course, we'll have a lot of coverage on this next week. We'll see what the odds are doing and what kind of percentages are coming in. Bet Rivers has a great footprint in the Midwest. So there's a lot of action for the teams around the Midwest. Obviously, the Bears and the Detroit Lions. And, you know, they have a a footprint in New York, so the Giants, we're going to have some good data coming in that I'll get to you next week about what the percentages are uh, as far as total handle and total tickets uh, coming in on the NFL draft overall number one and plus the other stuff that is being offered. And as I've mentioned the last several days, well actually the last few weeks now, you got a lot of great options to bet the draft at Bet Rivers. I mean, you can take total quarterbacks drafted in the first round. Right now, that's over 2.5 minus 278 under, plus 205 total running backs in the first round. Right now, that's over a half plus 155 under a half minus 200. Very unlikely a running back will go in the first round this year. Uh, So there could be some value there on uh, taking the over. If you think someone's going to sneak into the first round, like seemingly happens every year, someone taking in the you know late 20s or, or you know, early, obviously early 30s, 30, 31, 32, and maybe you got some good value there at the over half, plus 155. Total wide receivers right now in the first round, 6.5, over minus 121, under minus 108. Total defensive players uh, taking in the first round is over 16.5, minus 103, under minus 127. Tight ends right now drafted in the first round is over a half Plus 400 under a half, minus 670. Very unlikely a tight end be drafted until early in the second round. Total offensive linemen right now in the first round, over seven and a half, plus 110, under seven and a half, minus 143. Total corners drafted in the first round, over four and a half, plus 110, under. Uh, minus 143. And no, the Lions aren't going to take Kyle Hamilton at number two. I know some of you thought that would be a great pick. I, I'm like, come on. That's just silly. You're not taking a safety number two. Uh, total safeties, by the way. Or I'm sorry, you're not taking a secondary player number two after what happened. Um, you know, we, when you look at what the upside could end up being uh, with what the Lions did with uh, Jeff Okuda, he still has a chance. But you're not doing that again. Uh, and I'm sorry, to say, you know, safety would be, uh, the safeties are over 1.5 minus 275, under one and a 200, so not a corner. Uh, but, you know, no Kyle Hamilton. In, in number two is a safety for Notre Dame. Not happening. Uh, and then total offensive players drafted in the first round, over 15.5 minus 122, under 15.5 minus 107. Also can bet on total ACC players. Drafted in the first round, the total's 4.5. Uh, SEC players, the total's 10.5. Big 12 players, it's uh, a half. The overs plus one twenty, the unders minus one fifty seven. Pack twelve players. The totals four and a half uh, over four and a half minus plus one fifteen, under four and a half minus one fifty. Uh, we're going to talk about all these big selections on all these coming up next week. By the way, Big Ten players drafted in the first round. The total is six and a half over minus one twenty, under minus one ten. And then there's also odds on players to be drafted in the first round. Of course, the guys at the top like Kenny Pickett or Jordan Davis. Or Olave are, are big favorites, minus five thousand, thirty-three hundred and fifteen hundred, or eleven 1, hundred, respectively, for those three guys. But then you go down the list, and you look at guys like Kenyon Green, Matt Corral, uh, you know, Logan Hall is even money. Corral minus one forty-three, Lewis Sign plus one twenty-five. You know, Sam Howell, who still could go late first round, plus one fifty. There's odds on. I think fifty-seven players going all the way down to James Cook, who's twenty to one, and John Mechie the third. Who is 10 to 1? So there could be some value there to take some of that stuff as well. But boy, it's gonna be a lot of uh excitement next week getting set for the draft, and we'll keep you uh up to date on all the different specials and odds that are going on at uh at BetRivers. Rivers. Also, one last thing you can bet on, just for example, you know, Jordan Davis. They have draft specials right where the NFL draft lines are on the app or on the website. You can do the over-under on draft position. So Jordan Davis, over-under. 14.5, both sides are minus one fourteen. You could do the over and under on Equanu. Right now it's four and a half. Over minus one twenty one. Under minus one oh eight. So, you know, over meaning he's gonna get drafted after uh the, the you know the fifth pick or more. So there's odds on a bunch of different players. You can check those out as well. Uh, and it's always it's always fun. I mean, think about this. What was it, maybe Five, ten years ago, no no draft odds really. Maybe maybe you could bet on the overall first pick, but nothing like this. Now you've got tons of options, including different team specials too. So for you know, for example, you look at the Detroit Lions. There are team specials that you can get to on the Detroit Lions uh, on Bet Rivers right now. And if you click on the Detroit Lions under draft specials, they've got the exact playing position of a team's first drafted player. So defensive lineman, of course, which I think it's going to be, minus 500. Let's say you think that it's not going to be a defensive lineman. It's going to be a linebacker. Lions trade down and take a quarterback. Linebacker, 6-1. to one. DB, 9-1. to one. Quarterback, 9-1. A lineman, 14-1. Wide receiver, 30-1. to one. Running back, 100-1. to one. It's not happening. And tight end, 100-1. This alliance completely trade out of the first round. Their first, uh, well, actually, it's got to, yeah, it's their first drafted player, so that would count. If they drafted, like, you know, 37th of the second round, and they took a running back as their first pick. It's 100 to uh, 100, you know, dollars wins you ten thousand dollars, which is just uh, ridiculous. But that is out there for you. So, like I said, you've got all these different options and ways to make money, and nothing like that, nothing like that these days with all these different options. Be able to do it for the comfort of your home, on your, you know, on the computer or on uh, the phone. It doesn't get any better. So we'll have a full week of draft coverage coming up next week. And we're going to have a very special guest on the Tuesday edition of the Detroit City Cast. I don't want to give too much away, but I'll tell you this it has to do with the Armando Galarraga perfect game that wasn't perfect. And if something might be able to change the ruling on that game. Like I said, I don't want to give too much away because I want you to be curious about this. But I'm going to have a very special guest to discuss that uh, when it comes to the terrific Tuesday edition of the show. So all you Tigers fans, get ready for that. You know, could there be a change in the way that game was ruled, even though it happened years ago? We'll discuss that coming up on Tuesday. But until then, you have a great weekend. We'll see you on the Manic Monday show. Golf, NBA playoffs, Miguel Cabrera's hopeful 3,000 hit, hopefully tonight when I'm there with my man Doc Sonny. Horse racing. I'm in a big Keeneland horse racing contest as we get up to the, you know, lead up to the Derby in the next couple of weeks with my man, The Show, who helped us win $13,000 last year. I had 20% of that, so he's going to get ready with two tickets to fire at the Keeneland Grade 1 Handicapping Contest coming up on Saturday. So enjoy the sports weekend. You got the golf action as well, hopefully, my man Torres or Sam Burns and Horschel can get my outright bets in there. It looks like Maverick Neely, I think he was in last place last night, checked uh i haven't even looked again because i was so frustrated but maybe they find a way to make the cut either way i got two live teams i believe that i'll go into sunday with so you have a great weekend be safe out there enjoy that 80 degree or almost 80 degree weather on saturday and sunday because we're going back to the 40s next week but believe me spring is sprung before you know it 70s 80s 90s it's gonna be a beautiful summer here outdoors in the deep until next time keep reaching for the stars Believe in the dream, Dan Leach, the Squatch, saying, Squatch those tickets, love to one and all. I'm out of here.